Hello and welcome to the Cozy Mystery Book Club podcast, YouTube's first cozy mystery book club, celebrating cozy mysteries 24-7. I'm your creator and hostess, Angela Maria Hart. Some of you probably know me as Writer A Heart over on Instagram and Twitter, and Books Are My Heart over on YouTube. Today's podcast episode features our live stream discussion of Death Overdue by Allison Brooke. I was joined by Ben, also known as at Botany and Books, on October 27th, 2020. If you were unable to join the YouTube sleuthing fun back then, I hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. I love how he was so quiet. Now all of a sudden the dog's like, what is going on? <laughs> he has things to say about the book. That's what's I love how like here. this is the opening. You're like the dog growling at people. Yes, Max has lots to say. <laughs> He couldn't wait for this. That's what, what it was. There we go. Okay, I can see us on YouTube. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everyone. And this growling dog is Max. <laughs> he wanted to be picked up. Now he wants to be put down. The, the joys of being a dog mom. <laughs> Just one of those days. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so funny because he was so quiet all day. And then I want to say like an hour ago when I was posting the notifications about having the live stream tonight on Instagram, I was doing the live stories and he just came alive. He just got so hyper and I'm going, oh goodness, this is going to be an interesting live stream if he keeps this up. <laughs> so, thanks, yes, yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So many comments already. Oh my goodness. Yes. Hi, Susan, Jackie, Lady Gizmo, Vonnie. Oh, I love Miss Richards. Vonnie's and they guys are so cute. I'm like, I love how I know your names. I'm like, I feel like I know you know you. Kristen, Cassandra. Oh my gosh, more, more keep popping up. This is so cool. Everyone yes. seems, oh, they seem to love the book. <laughs> I am it's always good. I was going to say, I'm so excited. You guys know Ben. He joined me before. I am so, so happy and thankful and appreciative that he came back tonight to talk about Death Overdue. (laughs) I'm so honored to be back. So thank you so much for having me. I adore you. I was so happy when you said yes. I was like, oh, he said yes. I felt like a little kid, like, we're going to the carnival or something. (laughs) I was so excited. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. All the comments. Oh, yes. You see? Yep. Everyone's happy. It was so funny because my mom, she ended up watching the live stream the next day and she's like, he was a great co-host. You're going to invite him back. I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> we were talking about you. She's like, he was adorable. He was so sweet. It's like, I agree wholeheartedly. My heart. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to cry, but uh, it's... <laughs> I guess I'm, I swear because the club makes me like so happy. Like I do the happy tears. It's like the good tears. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, yeah, it's like, it's like a group of friends. We're seeing each other again. So it's, it's, it's always exciting when we have uh, these live streams. So. Just to see everyone. Yeah, I mean, we're not seeing them, but, you know, like chatting with everyone. And, I know. Yeah. It's so different because, again, I was posting the Instagram stories and I always try and respond to every comment on whether it's Twitter or Instagram, but there's always the delay. And sometimes with Instagram, I mean, they change their algorithm. I don't know why they keep doing this. Yeah. You're like, oh, three days later, I see your comment. <laughs> I'm so <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> but I love that it's like in the moment you get the actual, you know, response. There's no delay with it all. I mean, plus we're talking about, there's so much to talk about with this mm-hmm. book. I, oh, I can't oh. wait to hear your thoughts mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. read yes. the comments. <laughs> I honestly, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, where where do we start? <laughs> I mean... I was so engrossed in this book. I was, this book is so detailed. I mean, I just, I felt like I was in her world. (laughs) No, no, you, yeah, you were, you were there. You were living every day of her life. And it's like, yeah. I posted this on Twitter. I was going to see if the comments came up. Everyone seemed to really love the book for the most part. So 50% gave it four stars. 
35% gave it five stars, and they're only 15% gave it three stars. So most of them, most people seem to really like this book. So yeah, which which I mean, three stars, that's good. It's you know, yeah. it's it's not it's not bad. Yeah. If I was an author, I'd be like, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> you still liked it. <laughs> So, I, I mean, I guess we have to start off talking about Carrie. I mean, mm-hmm. we see her, we have our librarian who's a drifter. She she calls herself, you know, she's got that wanderlust feeling. And so it was so cute because she starts the book off on one note and it's like complete 180 by the end. Totally mm-hmm. different person. Mm-hmm. And so she finds her home. She, you know, takes on the job at the library as the planner. But I thought this was so funny when she goes to take the job or she's being interviewed for the first time. Who appears but a ghost? Because naturally, when you're doing a job interview, <laughs> a ghost mm-hmm. is going to appear and tell you to take the job. Mm-hmm. So that's where we start. I mean, Evelyn was right there. She's going to be along Carrie's side. So mm-hmm. I, I guess we start with Carrie and Evelyn. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was a that's a great start. Yeah, it's a, a introduction to Evelyn as a person, and so you kind of you see you see Carrie grow throughout the book, and then I, I mean, I feel like Evelyn grew a little bit too. You know, she I mean, she's a ghost, so it's. <laughs> It's kind of final, but <laughs> she uh, was so cute. I mean, it was so funny because she was kind of that sounding board. She kind of reminded me of how people are talking about sleuthing duos and how the main sleuther has to have their sounding board for when they have their theories. And I thought that's exactly what Evelyn did. She was almost like the silent sleuther partner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She would just kind of pop in and then like give her a little feedback and then kind of pop back out. Yeah, when she needed her. So yeah. It, I was gonna say she helped her with paperwork. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're a ghost, and, and you're and you're helping someone paperwork. Like it's this is a very random reference. So hopefully, you guys who read the book like remember this. But we have Dorothy, who is kind of she's she's not really antagonist, but she's very mm-hmm. grouchy, grumpy. Mm-hmm. She's very unhappy that Carrie came in and got the job over her as the mm-hmm. party planner, the event planner at the library. So Dorothy has a major chip on her shoulder. Starts mm-hmm. sabotaging her. So she's not really friends with the main person in charge, Sally, but she convinces Sally to, to give Carrie all this paperwork with the receipts and everything else. And apparently Dorothy can't do the paperwork and it took Sally forever to do it. And they give it to Carrie and she's like, what do I do with this? And Evelyn goes, I'll help you because naturally a ghost tutor is the next step. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. And nat- naturally that's that's where it goes. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. I was so perplexed by that. I'm going, of course, she's going to tutor her with how to do paperwork. Like, that's her afterlife, doing the receipt returns. It's, it's a f- <laughs> I want to love that. I mean, I don't think I've ever read that any like, for any other ghost story ever. A ghost doing paperwork. Yeah, who wants to do paperwork in your afterlife? Like, that sounds terrible. Like, the last thing I would want to do is do paperwork. That sounds like one of Dante's layers. You're like, what is going on here? The levels? <laughs> If I was Evelyn, I would have been like, sorry, like, peace, like, I gotta go. I mean, the other thing I loved about Evelyn, this was one of my other favorite moments. And again, this was just so random. Carrie ends up looking for papers for a murder victim. She apparently kept a secret diary, but it was actually loose leaf papers. Mm-hmm. And Evelyn knows where these papers are hidden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she <Yeah>. knows. <laughs> but she lets Carrie go through three different desks and then go back and start taking the desks apart. And then on the very last one, she's like, oh, maybe check back there after Carrie's been doing this for a while. And I'm going, you knew this whole time. You didn't tell her. <laughs> she's like, you have to work for that. <laughs> I, I was very confused by that. She's like sitting there on one of the desks. She's watching Carrie. I just, she's just like, yeah, just sipping coffee or something. Just watching her like. 
I mean, if you're going to haunt someplace, I mean, I, I guess that's her own entertainment. We were talking before off camera saying, you know, she's haunting the library. I mean, she has to have some form of entertainment. I guess Carrie is it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, Evelyn. <laughs> oh, this is so cute. The least spooky of ghost stories. She's a very cozy ghost. Yeah, I mean, as far as ghosts go, she wasn't exactly a ghoul. She wasn't trying mm -hmm. to like pop out. Even what was it? Even when she just kind of appeared to say hello and Carrie jumped, she was just being like warm and friendly. The one yeah. time I scared her was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Does Evelyn do taxes too? Right? <laughs> and I mean, she's the tutor too. Like, you don't pay a ghost. I mean, usually you have to pay your tutors, you know, free help. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so cute, you guys. Yes, we the outfit changes. Mm -hmm. Okay, if I was Carrie, she took the ghost thing really well. I would want to know how she's changing her clothes, how she's changing her earrings. I mean, the hairstyles. What? <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so many questions. Like, yeah. How do you just, you just think about it and it just pops on or like you just, you wake up and you're like, oh, oh. random, random outfit for, for the day. How do you have a ghost closet? How does this work? <laughs> <laughs> she just opens and then just kind of pick which one you want. <laughs> I mean, uh, the dog, he like did a little rough, like, I agree with you. Again, like he all of a sudden like wants to be this active, you know, hyper little thing. But I mean, the change of outfits killed me. And I also, so this is one of, I was like, I have a note here. I don't know where I put it, but I honestly am waiting for the story where we find out about Evelyn. I mean, falling on black ice and not being found until the next day seems yeah. very suspicious. Yeah, she was there for a whole night. No one questioned, like, she didn't go home. Like, it's, she was there. That's just so sad. So the, the, the theory was that Evelyn was the last person in the library. She was closing up for the night. And the theory is as she's walking to her car, she slips on black ice and hits her head and dies instantly. And then they find the body the next day when the co-workers are going to the library to do their jobs. And I think that is so suspicious. The black mm -hmm. ice. I mean, we're, we're going to have a sleuthing thing happen <laughs> in the future with this. We have to. I mean, I, I, I need this story. This was the thing about this book. And I don't know if this was brilliant or annoying as a reader because she left you with lingering questions and you're going, oh man, I need to read, I need to know more. And so it's kind of incomplete, but you also want to read the next book. So for a reader, you're like, oh, this is great. Oh, but I need to know now. So kind of two-sided with that. Yeah, there's a bunch of questions. <laughs> okay, yes. Someone else thought it was suspicious. Okay, so I am not done with the second book. I'm about 75, 80% done. And it's the Christmas book. And no, that is not the next story. The next story involves her father and missing gems. So I don't know when Evelyn's story pops up. I also know I don't, this might come up in book three because I don't want to give you super spoilers. Maybe at the end, I'll tell you, but the victim in book three, we know her already, but you might be able to figure out like who's expendable right now at this library. Who can we, who can we chop off? Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, who can we get rid of that people won't really miss? Oh. You can figure that out relatively quickly with that little. So, yeah, I might oh. get a little bit more in the third book, but right now it's not the second. Only, Dor <laughs> Only Dorothy loved Evelyn. <laughs> I mean, Dorothy. Okay, what do we think about Dorothy? We got to, what did you think uh, about Dorothy? Okay, I was mad at her at first. She was, she was pulling all these stunts with, you know, <laughs> with Carrie, hiding, you know, the movie and then the card, but it, escalated really quickly to breaking her car window so yeah <laughs> i i felt like that was a really far jump like hiding things is one thing like but like smashing someone's window was a total jump so yeah. i love the i love the little note when 
Carrie <laughs> eventually confronts Dorothy and Dorothy reimburses her for the damage done to the car. And the note just says here. <laughs> it doesn't say anything else. It doesn't say I'm sorry or, you know, from Dorothy. It's just literally mm-hmm. one word here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if, you know, her hand was hurting her and she couldn't write anymore, but I found that so interesting. Probably. probably. She was, she fought the whole time writing that check. She's like, like, <laughs> It's one of those where it presses down at the next page because you're just so angry it's going through. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't believe, though, that she, I mean, even just sabotaging the library because it wasn't just Carrie she was hurting. The car window was just Carrie, but hiding the yeah. DVD. I think they said they had almost a full room, like 20 different people waiting for this movie. We also don't find out which movie, which I was really curious about, but she yeah. hid the DVD. <laughs> And so you got the 20 people at the library waiting for this event. I'm going, that didn't really hurt Carrie. That hurt the people and the library. Yeah, that, that made you guys look a little, yeah, a little, a little less messy. Like, Oh, yeah, Carrie. I was like, yep. So the Evelyn comments. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was so, so adorable, though, that Evelyn really does feel like she's, you know, got this connection with Carrie. And she did tell Carrie about Dorothy. So we do get a little bit of backstory. But it seems like Dorothy has always been sort of upset and angry. And mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of interesting how, I mean, even just Dorothy, Carrie's going, yeah, I'm talking to your dead aunt. And she told me all this stuff about you. And Dorothy <laughs> just accepted again that Carrie's mm-hmm. talking to her deceased aunt. <laughs> I mean, are ghosts normal for people? Because I would be, you know, again, I mentioned this before, like getting a, you know, brain scan, like is something wrong? <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone pretty much accepted. They're like, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, there's no pause. There was no pause for her either. She was like, oh, you're talking to my dead aunt? Okay. Uh. I, yeah, Dorothy also accepted it. I was waiting for Dorothy to need more convincing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, because Carrie accepted it relatively easily. But again, at least she was seeing Evelyn. I, I mean... Again, I was still thinking I'm crazy and I would take more than you know, a page or two to accept it. But Dorothy, again, didn't really... She was like, she was, I'm okay, only Evelyn knew these things. Therefore, you were talking to Evelyn. She really accepted that so quickly. I, I don't know if anyone else was surprised by that, but that just really struck me. Yeah, no, it, it took her like most of the book to be like okay with her being the event planner. So it's like, oh... Uh. <laughs> You're waiting for December to read the next book. Yeah, the next book is Christmas themed. It's interesting. I, again, I'm 70% in. I'm invested. <laughs> I'm probably going to finish it tonight. I'm invested. And again, you know, then book three and four are going to happen. Mm. That's on my TV read list. <laughs> but yeah, so Dorothy, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys, this is the thing, right? When you have book blurbs and you read the book blurb for like book five and you're going, shouldn't have read that because you just spoiled book two so i'm not going to tell you guys what i've learned about dorothy thus far but i thought it was really interesting how her and sally it appeared like they were friends but then she is blackmailing sally mm-hmm. and we don't find out what the blackmail is but we find out that there is blackmail involved so yeah that's another question yeah what was she holding over her this whole time like you thought evelyn was a bit sketchy okay what is it about evelyn that's sketchy <laughs> okay yes you would have been more skeptical thank you i appreciate that because i thought I, they really did take it so well <laughs> there's just a ghost hanging around and even the day when dorothy goes have you seen my aunt tell her hi yeah yes. <laughs> yeah what was up with that <laughs> every character in this book i mean I, I again there's so much to unpack with this right so our victim lara it's a cold case so We have Al, who's the former detective who botched the investigation the first time around. He's giving a speech at the library. And every single person involved in this case 
is just, I mean, I almost call them like wackadoo. Like there's just so much going on. There's like so many people, <laughs> so many craziness. There is, there is, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, so in all the characters, there's just so much going on with them. I mean, honest to goodness, like every single one of the people involved was a possible, you know, suspect. Mm-hmm. So it was just, I, I mean, did, did you know what was going on? Like, were you able to predict early on who the killer was or what the mystery was? No, no, I, I was caught off guard. <laughs> Like till the very, oh, till the moment we realized, I was like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I have, you had questioned, like, you're like, there's so many possible ways this could go. Like, could it be, you know, he's hiding a treat. <laughs> Once you know he's hiding the treat, <laughs> he has a lot to say about this book. That's what it. <laughs> yeah, every single person is a suspect because mm-hmm. Al, he has his theory, but he doesn't have proof. So he's hoping people during the conversation is going to give him proof of some sort as to what actually happened. He thinks he knows. He thinks he's figured it out. But he's hoping that this, I, don't, I was going to say open forum where he asked no, people. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you it was, proof? <laughs> it, it was kind of like that. He was just like, so does anyone have any ideas? Like, as he's eating his cookies, like. <laughs> I mean, he's, that was the other thing too. He's up there eating four cookies right before his talk. And it's the fourth cookie that did him in. <laughs> Okay, I have questions about that cookie, though. Like how it was different than all the other cookies. And I don't know. It just it just seemed odd. Like and in, in, like very like, like, how did it did someone just slip it there? Just like slip it in his plate? Like, I want to know, first of all, how you knew it was gonna be cookies that she brought in? Like, how did you know it wasn't gonna be brownies? I mean, mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious about that one. How did you know it was gonna be cookies? I mean, because it was a different cookie. So you knew it was brought from you know we'll, we'll talk about you know spoilers in a second yeah, uh, a yeah. little bit later i don't want to re- reveal the murder too soon but you know you bring the cookie with you <laughs> in a little you know ziploc bag or something <laughs> i don't know how you smuggle this cookie in <laughs> but and, you, you got a different cookie maybe they had a brownie pastries like just in case <laughs> like they were just prepared like they're like well it might be any of these food like a sandwich maybe too like it could be anything <laughs> i'm just so curious i mean how did you know it was a cookie i mean I, Again, once you find out who the killer is, maybe it was in a purse. Like, what is the bat? Like, how did you smuggle this stuff in? <laughs> I, I, I have so many questions. But yeah, we have a cold case. And again, I just saw someone else mention how they like that it was a cold case. I, I'm, I, I don't know where the comment went because things move quickly. But yeah, I thought it was so interesting because usually you got someone freshly murdered mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. right off the bat. And I thought it was so interesting that you didn't really have the victim on, you know, page one or two, there was no, you know, confrontation with the main character. And mm-hmm. the fact that it was a cold case and she was new in town, but yet she was still invested in it. That was a very fine line to balance. But I think I think Alison Burke did it. She did. She did it. it. It worked really well. And I feel like, yeah, it's like there's two murders. Yeah. So if you have twice the fund, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was it was only the cold case that could prove the modern day current murder. Mm-hmm. And so. I thought that was just really an interesting tie-in. I don't think I've seen something quite like that before. I mean, usually yeah. when it comes to the Hallmark movies and mysteries, <laughs> you know, someone again, there might be, you know, something pop up. But this was definitely unique with this premise for me, at least. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, usually you have a, a confrontation, someone's angry, and then mysteriously in the night, someone dies. <laughs> I mean, you also take a risk putting that poison cookie on his plate in a room full of people. I mean, someone could have someone could have snatched it. Someone else could have ate it. Like that could have happened. Why do you need four cookies? Because four cookies to me is a lot of cookies to eat right before you give a talk. Maybe they're small. Maybe they're like little snack cookies. Oh, like the little itty bitty ones. 
Yeah, that, that's what I was going <laughs> to But still, like knowing the cookies, like I still swear that they probably had several poison food. <laughs> and just in case they're like, oh, OK, got to put this. I mean, I was also very impressed with Terry for knowing that, oh, I didn't get that type of cookie. I mean, if I was in charge of an event and again, I've done events and stuff in the past, I'm not going to be like, oh, this person's eating a cookie. I'm going to be like, oh, is everyone having a good time? Is everyone sitting down? Like she noticed a very specific detail and I just sort of went with it. <laughs> she she sensed it. She's like, oh, this this does not belong here. Like this cookie. She's like, something is going to happen. I don't know what, but something. I mean, she's already seen a ghost, so naturally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how cute was it that her little cousin sees a ghost, sees her also? Like, that was so adorable. I love the little cousin. So this is one of my favorite parts. I mean, I don't know if, I know that this is a pen name. I don't know if Allison Burke has kids, but I love the little four-year-old going, I want to feed Evelyn with the cookies. I think she's hungry. Oh. Why won't she take my cookies? My heart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was melting so sweet so sweet like it's yeah we still need to find out more about how she's able to see the ghost but i just thought it was really cute that the one other kind of mediator person is a four-year-old who doesn't understand the concept of ghosts so the oh. mother who just thinks she's making up a friend for <laughs> a the friend? library <laughs> like an old lady friend <laughs> <laughs> just this old lady at the library <laughs> I mean, again, we don't really know what she's telling the four-year-old. I mean, unless sure. she's like pointing out books, like giving her a tour of the library. I mean, mm. again, you're haunting a library. <laughs> I don't know what your afterlife is, aside from doing taxes. Yeah, um, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> Exciting stuff. <laughs> I mean, the four-year-old has no concept of anything. I just thought that was so cute, though. She's like, why won't you take my cookies? It was like, really sweet. It's like, I just want to keep you. You know that there's one of those, depends on how you want to say it, gif or jif with uh, Jared Padalecki from Supernatural. She's like, you're too precious for this world. Like, that's what I was thinking the whole time with this character. Like, she's just so precious. So precious. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got to talk about Jared. <laughs> oh, so, oh, yeah. Yeah, we have the family. At, at one point in my little notebook, I was drawing <laughs> the family dynamics because I was also trying oh. to figure out how they were sitting at the dinner table at one of the plot points. But we have the family, so... <laughs> We have the oldest son, Ryan, and then we have the second son. Again, there's two of them. <laughs> we have Jared, who is our first love interest, shall we say. Mm -hmm. So what did you think about Jared? I felt he was a little, not naive, but, uh, okay, I don't want to do too spoiler, but yeah, there were certain things he did. I just kind of uh, irked me a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I was going to say when we started off with Jared, I'm kind of going, OK, you know, he's nice to Al, he, our mm -hmm. first murder victim there, you know, the one giving the speech to the detective. He liked him. He showed up. He wanted to investigate. Like I was kind of on board for Jared with the, for a little while. I was on board yeah. with him. Well, I think yeah. he, he didn't lose me until literally there was one moment where I was like, okay. <laughs> No, yeah, same, same. Yeah, I was like, we're, I was all, please walk away, Carrie. Don't, don't talk to him anymore. Like, please. Yeah. Like. I was going, okay, we're, we're done with you. <laughs> like, but, uh, no, but he, he helps her move. I mean, I know she didn't have a whole lot of stuff to move, but he still helped her move, helped her bought groceries. Yeah. Like, they went on some cute, like, meetings. I mean, dates, but meetings, you know, like, it was really sweet. This is just a random, random comment. So their first friend date i don't even know how you want to call it if they're seeing <laughs> each other or not i don't think carrie knows how to define that relationship therefore i don't yeah. know how to define the relationship yeah. but they were talking about he's like oh yeah and the way that this is situated you the, the acoustics are so cool and you can't hear people at the other table i was waiting for this to pop up later on in the book like okay the big reveal they're gonna say you know oh they didn't hear me because of this we never find out about that restaurant and the acoustics again i'm going no, no. I, I have questions <laughs> 
you did have a, another scene, I guess, like in a public space where people could hear what was going on. So I thought that was interesting, too. But it was a really weird comment to make. I don't know. I mean, he was cute for most of the stuff. I mean, but I just thought it was like, this is your dinner date conversation time with the acoustics. And again, I'm thinking that this is going to be relevant later on since it wasn't. I think it just meant to show how awkward he is. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe yeah, maybe a little naive. Like it just yes, this is someone who's helping you try to figure out who killed your mom, and it's just kind of I don't know, trying to make a romantic thing out of it is a little. You guys are not Jared. (laughs) Oh my goodness! At least all of a sudden I just saw it. I'm going okay, okay. Like that's like one word. Definitely, you're like I'm done. Nope, done. Okay, so. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out if you want spoilers with this. But again, we know he does not end up with Carrie. And at the beginning of the book, book two, do you want to know who he's dating? Do you guys want to know? Yes, please let us know. He's dating Ryan's girlfriend, Jillian, the one who, yeah, he ends up like at the beginning of that book. I don't know if they end up together, but at the beginning of book two, literally the second page, we find out that they're together. And I'm going, I I like Jillian. I like Jillian as a character. She's really. They end up on a date. Yeah, I think that they have one of those awkward family dinners. And Ryan, what was that story? He's like, yeah, the owners, one of the daughters, you know, she was murdered. And they ended up finding the body and going, what kind of dinner, dinner conversation is this? <laughs> when he's already late to the dinner, too. Like, oh, it was just so awkward. Ugh. Yeah, that's what you open with. You don't even apologize. You just start going, yeah, let's tell this really horrific story. I forget which dinner it was, but Carrie also said... Ryan's attractive when he's not like angry or something like that. And I was all, Ooh, like, you guys are going to realize I totally do that thing where that was that video one time or a commercial where you see the person doing like the infer- like the interview from the, you know, <laughs> waist oh. up. Yeah. I'm wearing pajama bottoms. I am. Yes. Staying cozy. Oh, yeah. I was, al- I was almost going to be a goth. I have my hair like pink and spikes. <laughs> I mean, oh. <laughs> I thought it was, okay. So again, I, it's weird because my name's Angela, obviously. But the other Angela <laughs> in the book, she dressed up as Carrie for Halloween as a goth. And I thought it was really cute that Carrie took it, you know, in good strides because I would have been going, are you making fun of me? Are you sassing me? What's going on over there? But yeah, she dressed up as a goth. I read this book twice. So the first time around, I was a little sad that she changed her own style. But reading it now, like she had me in a comment. She was like, I was just doing this for fun. Like it wasn't like a part of her own identity. So it was, I think she was like, oh, that's cute. Like, I love how you guys, I love the comments. You guys are so great. Jared was too helpful. I fall into the trap myself when I attempt to date. Yeah, it was almost like he was trying too hard to be the good guy. He, he definitely did snap a few times. I think that he did have that attitude. And then we find out he was in a psychiatric facility. <laughs> that's exactly what you want to find out three nights in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to admit, I don't understand exactly why Carrie was thought he was totally just inept with identifying people. I mean, they're all sitting around with a murderer. Like, they're technically all, you know, not able to see what's in front of them. Yeah. I was going to cut Jared a little bit of slack just not noticing stuff. (laughs) Jared reminded me of the Hallmark boyfriend, the the man the girl dates until she finds the good guy to be with. Yeah, that's exactly nail on the head. That's a perfect way to say it. Yeah, I mean, he was so cute. And then all of a sudden, it was just kind of, eh, I'm done with you. What was your moment? We might as well talk about when was your oh, moment. Okay, when he told the family what they were finding out at the dinner table. Was I was him. like, <laughs> I was like, why are you saying? Like, she specifically told him not to say anything. Like, not to say anything. And he just like, oh, hey, guys. Uh. Yep, that was my exact moment. 
Oh my gosh, same page. That was my exact <laughs> moment. I was like, oh my God. Because uh, again, he's even suspecting people. He's going, you know, what's up with Helena? What's up with this? What's over there? Like he had question marks, but he still just wanted to be like, I have something important to say. And it was one of those, he's puffing his chest. Mm-hmm, and you, mm-hmm. just, you could just feel Carrie going, oh, can't believe you did that. <laughs> you could just feel that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure she gave him a look like, oh, what the heck? Like, come on. Come on, Jared. He's always trying to hold the family together. So maybe he thought like, I'm helping, by, but no, like that was not the time. No, I mean, that was the exact moment when I was going, <laughs> oh my goodness. You're trying to figure out who the murderer is and you just gave away a pivotal piece of information. Mm-hmm. I mean, the one good thing though was that the papers were hidden in the library. And so at least he opened his big fat mouth, but nobody could find those papers beforehand. Nobody could sneak yeah, into the yeah. library. Nobody could get them. I mean, they were hidden. So that was the one good thing of, okay, they were well hidden. Otherwise, I mean, Helena, if, I mean, she's going to go searching for them, obviously. And yeah, yeah. that also red flag. She's going, okay, I got to <laughs> go go worry about Carrie now. So he put her in danger. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. She, she put like a big old axe on her, like a mark. Like, it, yeah, that moment I was like, okay, let's focus on Dylan now. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's forget Jared. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so what do you guys think of Dylan? <laughs> like the little facial like that. <laughs> yeah. Great choice for, for Carrie. <laughs> he might be the best landlord in the history of landlords to ever yes. exist, fictional mm-hmm. or real. This guy is unbelievable. So Carrie had been living with her aunt and uncle who were adorable. And I love mm-hmm. them so much. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there as a comment. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> we can talk about that more in a second. <laughs> but she's living with them. She decides she wants to find a place of her own and rent. And he's advertised a cottage. And this cottage is on private property near a lake. And it has multiple rooms because there's a guest room. And mm-hmm. then yeah, yeah. there's a maid. And then there's there's the then you have the guy who's like, yeah, I will fix everything, the caretaker. And mm-hmm. I'm going, you have a caretaker, you have a maid, you have this like beautiful cottage near the lake for eight hundred dollars a month. Because originally, originally, yeah, they had she haggled it down too. It was uh, what, it was a thousand two hundred, right? Yeah, she went twelve hundred at first. <laughs> mm-hmm. My mind, I just, I, I was so baffled, mind boggling. I was just. Oh my goodness. Because he kept saying how the, I was waiting for this. The cottage was important to him. We still don't know why. Again, questions. Like the reader in me is going, okay, I got to read the next book in the series. The next book in the series. Got to find out why this is important. But we don't know why it's important. But $800 a month? What? That's a a steal. A steal. And like the best thing is he's never hardly, he's hardly there. Again, like I don't even know where how to process this. So it's a huge, it's a huge cottage because mm-hmm. they're fully furnished with beautiful furnishings. It has, has the microwave. It has all the, all new appliances. Uh, you have a maid that comes in once a week. Like it's. What? <laughs> Even the maid. Okay. This is what I realized too. Cause I was starting to make notes, trying to figure out cause the salary for the maid and caretaker, her $800 doesn't even covering their salaries. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's basically living there for nothing. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I would marry him on the spot just for that. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like, that is amazing. Well, it seemed like the cutest little place. Like, oh. It seemed more like a house than a cottage. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We got to talk about Uncle Bosco. Like, we have to talk about him and Harriet. But, yeah, no, I just, 
that cottage thing, like that was the introduction. I'm going, oh my goodness, like you were the cutest, sweetest, most generous human being in the world. Like I'm already mm-hmm. on your side. I mean, again, I'm like, you can do no wrong. I don't know what's your story, but you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally fine. It was so difficult for me. So we don't really know at this point, except the landlord thing, which sounds like a dream. Yeah, she doesn't really, she didn't think something was off. I mean, here's somebody who's moved around, supposedly. You'd think she would have encountered more landlords than that to know, hey, this is really like a good deal. I mean, maybe because again, like I've lived in the city and moved to, to a couple different apartments. So I'm going, okay, this is amazing. But yeah, Dylan had a crush on Carrie. That's a good point too. Mm-hmm. We do find out later on that they were childhood friends or acquaintances because he was friends with her brother. Again, I think there is a mystery there. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is there is definitely a mystery there. Mm-hmm. The reader in me is going, I don't know at the end of the book. I don't know about Evelyn. I don't know about the older brother. I have so many questions about Dylan and his yeah. background. I like there's so many things left unanswered. But at the same time, this was a complete novel. So I was fine. Mm-hmm. But the other flip side of me is going, I need more information. So I don't oh, know how yeah. to process that. I want to find out about her, about Carrie's parents. Like, what's up with them? That relationship? Like, there's questions. Talk about setting up a series, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Everyone seems to really love this book. So I don't mind saying this. But I feel like this is kind of a how-to set up a series. Like, this is a mm-hmm. perfect example. So if you're teaching a quiz mystery course, you're going, okay, this is how you set up a series and introduce characters. <laughs> they do kiss. Okay, they have one of the most awkward kisses. <laughs> Would you like to talk about this awkward kiss? Because you're smiling like this was hysterical. <laughs> no, please. Please, Carrie. <laughs> Carrie's oh. exhausted. She's yawning as he's going in for the kiss. So she's yawning. He's going in for kiss. It's, it's, I don't even know what the word would be. It was just so what, awkward. What would you do in that situation? <laughs> she's yawning. Like, I mean, t- talk about timing. He's had so many opportunities to kiss her and make a move. And that's when he makes the move. You didn't get any weird vibes from Dylan. Yeah, you will find out about parents. You read the entire series. Oh, ooh, ooh. I hope we see more Dylan and find out what his deal is. The yawn. <laughs> but also it's effective. We we remember this kiss. Like I'm never going to forget this kiss. This might be I mean, I don't have a most awkward encounters list for kissing, but I feel like no. I need to make one now. And this is going to yeah. be on the top 10 list. <laughs> talk about i mean the meat cute was off because he's on the phone he's really kind of rude you can tell mm-hmm. he's had one of those rough days like okay what do you want sort of thing <laughs> and then the kiss i mean they're really cute together but they're also super awkward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's also kind of dating some other dude too so i don't know how he would feel also like it's what is up with the relationship between carrie and jared i know we were talking about this before and sort of got diverted but She's trying to make it very clear that they're friends, but he's inviting her to family dinners as if they're a couple. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he kisses her, but then Annie holds her hand, but she's only saying they're just friends. I mean, I don't kiss my, I mean, I don't, you know, kiss on the lips with friends. I mean, I don't know how, mm-hmm, no. like, with your I life. Mean, but- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not having these, like, fancy kind of dates and then not, yeah, inviting to family things, too, is, like, a like pretty big step for any relationship. And for like a casual kind of friend thing, like I would probably be like, no, like you don't need to come. Like it's it's okay. I mean, you're privy to some very private information too. I mean, you get to mm-hmm. see it like the, you know, the intricate dynamics of this family group. You get some, I mean, I know they're trying to solve the mother's murder, which is personal unto itself, but yeah. you really get to witness that firsthand, which is kind of different. It's one thing to hear about Ryan and, you know, hear about the dad dating Helena or something, but to actually mm-hmm. witness it is totally mm-hmm. different. Yeah, you have front row seats and you're just like, oh, I'm not really dating this person <laughs> as you're eating your meal. 
And even then, too, he hands, he holds the fork up to, you know, yeah. here. I was, <laughs> she could just been like, hey, but just put it on my plate. It's fine. He picks up the check on the first, you know, the first time around. And mm-hmm. he's definitely, he definitely thinks they're in a relationship. I mean, yeah, he, yeah. he thinks that they're, you know, coupled material. And she's just, we're just friends. But <laughs> also going to the dad's girlfriend's housewarming. Again, this isn't just one family dinner where she's just the emotional support. There's two family dinners hanging and out. That. <laughs> like, yeah, hanging out with his uncle too. She went there. Yeah, she went to the housewarming too. Yeah, she's she's yeah. been everywhere. Yeah. I mean, he's introducing her to his, you know, his inner circle. <laughs> he hasn't met any of her inner circle, really. There no, was... I mean, not really. Not really, she, yeah. I mean, Dylan, he got to go to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Jared didn't even go to Thanksgiving. I was going to say, he might have known the, I think they, he knew the aunt and uncle because they lived in the same town, but it wasn't as if she invited him over for a family dinner one evening. I thought yeah. that was interesting. But I saw the comment with Kim P here. This might be my, I love this. Let's have dinner with the family of my, like maybe killers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just one, like two. <laughs> I mean, technically we don't know. The dad's a suspect. Helen is a suspect. She the older brother. Yeah. Yeah. He got three suspects. And then you also don't know what's going on with, you know, Ken and George at one point. So yeah. you got a table of question marks. <laughs> and also, can we just point out that they're going to dinner and he was poisoned with a cookie? I'd be very scared to eat the food with these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not leave my plate on guard. I would watch my plate the whole time. You got to go to the bathroom. Just take that plate with you. Like, don't don't leave it on the table. <laughs> they're feeding her like, like no, no, no. You can't that. <laughs> Scary. The lawyer, he was so cute. I thought he was really sweet. Yeah. I thought he was adorable. And I thought it was interesting how we got to kind of see him in his home. And then he's also friendly with Dylan because he's his client. He got to see the office too. I felt like we got to know Ken a little bit. I mean, he was adorable. I was with Angela. I love how I'm like, I'm with Angela. I was waiting... Are we gonna are we gonna start talking about a little bit of spoilers here with the killer? Let's, let's I, do it. Let's do it. Yeah. I I was with her because she had the same theory I had for the longest time. With they were also certain Laura. They kept saying the man who killed Laura, the man who killed Laura. I was with her saying I honestly thought she was gonna be having an affair with a woman because they mm-hmm. were so clearly saying him, him, him. I was going, oh, that's too obvious. So I thought she was gonna be having an affair with a woman, and then it was gonna turn out to be the woman. I thought it was me, Helena, for a different reason. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I. Because uh, she had mentioned yeah, lovers, and I was like. Maybe Helena is. Uh. I thought Helena, it was going to turn out Helena was the lover, the best friend. And, she, you know, she got angry and killed her that way. That's what I was going with. So, I mean, I thought it was going to come out that the mother was gay. I thought that was going to be one of the big reveals. But that was not the case. No, that was not the case. No. But she was right about a woman. So that's... <laughs> I was right about... I was right about... I was, like, partially right. I was like, okay. End result, yes. The motive to getting there, no. <laughs> oh, but your best friend, like... Could you think about that? Like killing your best bludgeoning. Like it was mentioned several times, bludgeoning. Like it Yeah, oh you guys like Ken too. I get the comments pop up. Oh, because there's always the delayed reaction. Yeah, I don't understand with Helena. I I mean, I could also mention, you know, Lara, she's the friend. Lara wasn't a saint. She's having an affair with her best mm, friend's husband. True, true. That is true. Yeah. Everyone's painting Lara to be so amazing, so sweet, so innocent. And I mean, yeah, she was unhappy in her marriage. You can see how it progressed. But I mean, she was still sleeping with her best friend's husband. I'm not saying she deserved to die. I'm not saying that at all. But I mean, there was definitely a little bit more, you know, going on to that dynamic than 
you're led to believe at first. Yeah. Because, I mean, the only I think there was only two people who said something like Laura wasn't a saint. Everyone yeah. else was saying how perfect she was, how the you know patrons at the library were waiting to work with her. Oh, yeah. Oh, over our favorite, favorite character. <laughs> yeah. Laura was, yeah. And then Helena is completely, she's just batty. She decides mm-hmm. she wants to go after, <laughs> Laura's dead. I mean, but she's like, yeah, I still want to go after Laura's husband because, you know, revenge. <laughs> 15 years later, naturally. Yeah. It's a little, 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 no, maybe she thought enough time is gone. She can, uh, it's not too suspicious. I mean, how long was she waiting to go after her brothers to make her move? I want to know how long. I mean, that's a very long time to, you know, build up like, hey, want to go on a date? How does that work? <laughs> yes, I actually thought the same thing. Laura Palmer. That was what I, mm-hmm. yes, I had Twin Peaks reference. That was actually in my notes. That was exactly, yeah. I actually had that in my notebook. Same wavelength. No, yeah, she definitely, she definitely killed her husband too. Yeah. What do you think about Helena? Because he that? was poisoned, right? Her husband died. Didn't she? They mentioned it was poisoned. So, oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Something to induce oh. a heart attack. But my yeah, goodness. She, well, I mean, she killed her best friend, so obviously she's probably going to kill her husband too. So you're like nobody's <laughs> off limits. <laughs> no, no one's off limits for Helena. I thought it was her again for a different reason. I thought it was going to come out that they were lovers. But mm-hmm. at dinner, she made a comment when she said she's going to be playing mother. I, I mean, you, that was one of those kind of heard a pin drop. Everyone at the table, mouth gaping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a really awkward moment. Among many awkward moments in the dinners. But that was, pretty, that was one of the... <laughs> this woman, and she was also drunk at, their, at her housewarming. <laughs> um, I, I don't understand that. The housewarming party hadn't even started. So the party... She, she, she was, she was having drinks beforehand, obviously. Redeeming it? What? <laughs> I honestly, with Helena, I didn't even know where to go with that one because I felt as if there were so many different people who were suspects. And it was so kind of, not bizarre, but it was really sad that the sons were suspects. You know, that shouldn't, I mean, you shouldn't have that be a suspect. The kids should, you know, parental units. You're supposed to love them. <laughs> yeah, not, not murder them. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'd hope not. <laughs> Uh, but also about Helena, the whole end chase scene, I, I felt I was a little out of character. I wanted her like yelling as she was being like dragged away or something. I feel like since she was kind of like that, she always wanted to be the center of attention. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I thought it was funny, though. She's going, she's going, oh, no, I was trying to help them. And, and the was, I'm so glad the police didn't believe her. Yeah, <laughs> Helping them by running them off the road. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even want to go through that logic. She also... Again, going with the whole Jared thinking they're further along in the relationship. Oh. She went out shopping with Helena and Jillian, the two girlfriends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, she had some one-on-one time with Helena. What did I mean? Did you guys think there was anything suspicious during that time? Any red flags? Be like, yes, Helena, we need to look at you. Looking back, I was like, well, maybe she's trying to see if she can get any information from Carrie. So, I mean, I thought that shopping trip was just really, okay. I mean, what do you do with that? <laughs> This lady basically forces you to go shopping and she's just very awkward. Oh, Helena. At least you had Jillian and Jillian's adorable. I mean, yes, I like Jillian. I like her a lot. Again, I know I gave you the little spoiler with, you know, the mm-hmm. opening of book two, but she was so cute. I was, I was really sad. She was with Ryan. I was like, you can do so much better. <laughs> she really could. I, although granted, I don't think it takes a lot to be much better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Like> incrementally. <laughs> Oh, I'll just forever remember that scene where he's just telling that story. The first time you kind of meet him, you're like, oh. What kind of opening dinner conversation is that? You don't want to just be like, hey, Carrie, you were at the library. Tell me about that. 
first he was super late and so they just got their food and he was like oh i see you guys are having fun without me and they're like well yeah we're waiting for you this whole time but <laughs> uh. yeah the shopping tr- okay I'm, I'm glad someone else is going yeah yes the green and orange pillows what what i mean we're supposed to think helena's classy and upscale and well-to-do <laughs> and all these things and green and orange pillows what is her color palette what is your pinterest board dream i mean what is this <laughs> maybe, maybe a tasteful pop of color that was just I, i'm going okay i'm wearing my halloween hocus pocus oh, orange i this love it, I love it. Yeah. only only orange piece i own <laughs> the, i have some green stuff but this is the only orange and i don't think i would pair orange with green i'm just being honest it, it just it's just very halloweeny it's very uh yes but like <laughs> again very limited orange and and there's a reason for the orange <laughs> oh speaking of food she, yeah she was the only one who co- didn't cook anything maybe that was supposed to be our you know hint oh yeah i mean that was true everyone else was cooking and doing things even carrie she was you know okay we got to talk about this too we learned but every single meal and drink that they every character consumed throughout this entire book Every meal, every single, we learned about every lunch. We learned about mm-hmm. where they went to lunch. We learned about what they had as sides. I mean, she, she would tell you, oh, I got, you know, the main dish. Then I got this, the side, got the salad mm-hmm. I got this for a drink. So did we Talking like dessert? This? Did we like this? Did we I, not like I, this? I liked it. I liked it. It made it a little more like a food kind of cozy too. Cause you're, you're, I mean, it's not baking, but you know, it's, you're still talking about food. You're still seeing everything they're eating and drinking like it made me hungry most of the time <laughs> that's what i thought i yeah. just sort of went with it because i felt like i was reading a food cozy and the library cozy mm-hmm. and a parent and a paranormal too you had that also thrown in there yeah like, and you got the cat cozy oh my gosh she did this. yes 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 I was about to she, say, she could... i'm like she's got all four she's got the cat she's got the library she's got the paranormal mm-hmm. and she's got mm-hmm. the uh, I was like, and she's got the food. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm, I just realized like how impressive that is. Yeah. And and effortlessly, it didn't feel like it was too overstuffed. It all kind of just kind of meshed well together. Like, I mean, I think it worked too, because it wasn't as if she was just detailed about the food. She was detailed about everything. She was talking about, oh, she sat down, she did this. Like she described everything in detail. So it just went with the flow. I think that if she had tried to just describe the food and then, oh, we sat down at the restaurant and then all of a sudden it was meal descriptions. I mean, we learned about the build up too, during, after. So I think that worked with it. Yeah, yeah, it definitely did. Oh, all the comments popping up. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, I made you hungry. <laughs> the Cozy Corner Cafe. I oh, love that. Yes. The, the name. Mm-hmm. And I also like how they kept saying it over and over again. Because even though we knew it was the Cozy Corner Cafe, she didn't just say we're going to the cafe. It's the Cozy Corner Cafe. Yeah, you, you have to specify. There's probably another cafe nearby. No, no, no. We're going to Cozy. We're going to Cozy Corner. Oh. <laughs> you thought there was going to be some recipes at the end. Yeah. They uh, should yeah. Yeah. Probably- that oh the ants recipes that would have been really cute for the waffles pancakes apple Can we t- okay we need to talk about the aunt and uncle she <laughs> gave her the food recipes again my heart melting moment so cute so cute and she made them super easy to follow too because she knows carrie is not the best cook so it was really sweet like a really sweet touch oh and the necklace too she gave her a necklace for her date I know. I love the aunt and uncle. They were so cute. I just, I love them. Those were one of those characters. You just want to, like, you know, hug them. They were so generous and sweet. And I loved how much they loved her. They mm-hmm. genuinely wanted her to come to dinner. They genuinely wanted to do this. They just loved her and wanted what was best for her. And it was just, it was so sweet. They were so happy. And you can tell they, they probably knew that she was thinking about leaving. So they were like, we had to figure out how to stay in the town. And it was so sweet. Like, so sweet of them. Like We want to keep you. <laughs> Yeah. 
yeah, it was, they were so sweet. I was like, oh. I loved everything about them. I really did because they even, you know, kind of stood up for her. I mean, they made it feel like home. They gave her the roots. I just, I love what they offered and how they offered it. Again, the recipes, that just made my heart, I mean, again, heart melting moment because she said, I don't have a daughter and this is usually what mothers do with daughters. And mm-hmm. I love that they were the surrogate parents because yeah, yeah. Didn't, Carrie's parents were AWOL. No, yeah, yeah. You hear briefly about them and it's just, yeah, they're the stand-in parents, um, surrogate parents. Yeah. We need to so talk sweet. about that show. I just saw that. I'm like, yeah. The brownie uh, recipe, Yes. The candied mm-hmm. chicken, there's so many, yeah. We need to, apple. you know, do a little write and be like, can you include <laughs> recipes? <laughs> oh, the apple and walnut pancakes. That's what it was. Yeah. Those. Aw, they were so sincere. You love them. You wanted more of them. Yes. Oh, they were just adorable. Part of you was mad that Carrie left their house because you wanted more of the aunt and uncle. Yes. I was like, just stay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. There was another book we read where everyone was living in the one house. I mean, every character. They were all living in a brownstone, I think. And I would have loved, I mean, again, I understand she found her cottage and that gave us Dylan. So I'm just going to go with that. But (laughs) Dylan's adorable. But yeah, I was was hoping maybe a little do, you know, a nightly, you know, every Thursday night is family dinner night or something. Yeah, yeah. Like stop by, you know, yeah, for or like Sunday brunch or something. Just kind of have them all hang out together. Fever runs out of time. Miss Richards, thank you. <laughs> She's got this. She's got this. Thank you. I love how, again, I'm going, all the cozies are mashing together in my head. It's always <laughs> great when you need to mention it the most, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really want to, I mean, I understand she needed her own space. And I, and she ends up with the best living situation in mm-hmm. the entire world, fictional or real. I really want, I want that cottage. It's so. I mean, that I, the entire situation there was, I mean, amazing. But everyone, <laughs> you were looking at Sophie's. Yep. Yeah, so Death by Chocolate Cheesecake. They also had a lot under one roof. But yeah, they were getting a little overwhelming. Yeah. The date. Oh, have fun. <laughs> but yeah, that was really cute that they called from the other room. Yeah. <laughs> Aw. They were, I mean, they're just so cute. But I love how there's so many notes. I'm like, there's so many different things to talk about. Again, I circled the $800. I was just baffled by that. (laughs) For basically a house. It was pretty much a house. I mean, oh, the other one was Smokey Joe. We got to talk about Smokey Joe. Yes. Okay. I was waiting. He he came in very late, but I was really, I was happy that. Yeah. Yeah. He's so cute. See, so I'm going to hold up the book. I don't know how to angle this properly. So he's on the cover. I was expecting for him to be found very quickly into this book. I was expecting the cat to be at the aunt and uncle's house when she moved in Mm -hmm. or someone else. Yeah, or at the cottage. I mean, he was at the cottage later on, but like, yeah, it took a while for him to show up. Can we also just talk about how you find a cat and you just keep it? You don't even put (laughs) wanted signs. You don't call anybody. You just keep the cat. (laughs) Okay, one, she she had the dream where she was hearing the cat. So maybe she just like, this is a sign. Like, just going to keep the cat. I mean, cat. yeah, I understand that you want to keep the cat. I mean, if I found a cat, I would, I would want to keep it. But the problem is I'm allergic to cats. Yeah. A short cat hair. Yeah. Max, my dog, he's hypoallergenic. You know, he has hair. He doesn't have fur. So she doesn't even call anybody. But the part that killed me was she's she's renting the cottage, my dream cottage, my dream living situation. She's keeping the cat. She didn't ask the landlord. She didn't ask Dylan if she could have animals. She just decided. (laughs) Unilateral decision. And then, yeah, just kind of just the cat. Smokey Joe just happened to be the library cat, too. Like that just kind of happened, too. Like there was no 
discussion really uh has anyone ever heard of a library cat because we had max oh my gosh i love how i had this all like in my head all day we had one of the series where it was they were on the bus the the movable library oh the the cat bookmobile that yes thank you lending lending a paw right yeah yeah i love how I love you guys. I love you. You're adorable. You're like, thank you so much for knowing that. I mean, I was thinking about that all day about how they had the move, like they were going on the move at the library with the cat. And I, and I remember thinking, you know, that's a very close quarter, you know, mm-hmm. for a cat. And I mean, you're going to get the cat here all over the place. But I have never heard about an actual library non-moving, not the mobile, mm-hmm. not the bookmobile, the actual <laughs> physical library having a cat. Only in cozies. <laughs> I'm trying to think how many different libraries I've been to over the years. I mean, most of them are school libraries, but I can't picture yeah, no. my school library having a cat. <laughs> but I just love that it's just accepted. They're like, well, the cat's here. The kid, the, the kids like him. Well, <laughs> you just, even Sally though. So I love that Sally became friends with Carrie. As I like that cat. too. But I like it too. Even, Car- even Sally, who's supposed to be this, you know, stickler for rules. It was just going, oh yeah, sure. I'm a cat person. And just sort of walked away. <laughs> No, no question about what about people who are allergic or. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Because again, I'm allergic to cats. I just, yeah, <laughs> I was wondering about that. Like as cute as the little thing might be, my eyes are going to go, you know, bloodshot, yeah. everything. It's going to walk in, just going to hit you. Is this going <laughs> to? Well, the reason why I know, I remember going to my uncle's house when I was in high school because he had cats, multiple cats. And I just remember like sitting, I had to go in the backyard because my eyes were watering. Like I couldn't breathe through my nose. It was terrible. I mean, I I just, it can't do it. So in my head, I'm wondering, okay, maybe he is a hypoallergenic cat. (laughs) We look into this. (laughs) Just random cat. All we know is the fluffy tail. We don't know what type Mm -hmm. of cat he is. We just know he's a barn cat. I mean, mm-hmm. any more information. That's why I'm wondering <laughs> if he's hypoallergenic. And they're just going, oh, he's cute. He's well-behaved. Okay, we'll go with it. <laughs> I'm just, I was I was confused by that. Yeah, only in a cozy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, okay, Bianca's husband's allergic to cats too. I'm not the only person. <laughs> but one of my local bookstores, oh, your bookstore has a cat? Bookstore cats. I'm wondering if it would be an, indi- it may have been an independently published bookstore. Like, I'm trying to picture a Barnes & Noble with a cat in it. Oh, yeah, not, not, yeah. It would have to be like a local a local store, probably. Yeah. That would be cute. That would be cute. I would like that. I mean, I was just curious, though, because <laughs> with this cat, they were just accepted it so quickly. And the cat didn't bite anybody. He's not no, scratching no. anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, this been a, was... he's been a good cat. He's been a good cat. Yeah. I was wondering about that because don't cats usually chew things and scratch and everything else? Not, I would see him just knocking stuff off the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, jumping up onto the bookcases. Yeah, I mean... Mm-hmm. Smokey Joe must be amazing. Smokey Joe is such a cute name, too. She came up with that quickly. Yeah. Yeah, there was no names being thrown around. It was just Smokey Joe. That's what I'm calling him. I think that's what she said. Yeah, she just sounds oh. like a Smokey Joe. And I like how it's not just Joe. It's Smokey Joe. We're not Smokey. Mm-hmm. Put the two yep. together. I thought that was I like that. I like that. It's a cute name. Oh, your used bookstore had a cat. I like how nobody's yeah. has dogs. I'm like, I love how bookstores and libraries only can have cats, not dogs. you're scared yes i'd be scared of the cat getting out i mean i'm also always curious about how cats do get out and come back i'm always wondering about that i mean especially this little cat was in the parking lot and she was she mentioned it but i would have been very concerned the cat is loose in the parking lot Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. that sounds like the premise to a horror story for the cat 
yeah 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 and he yeah and he can go anywhere like the cars driving back and forth yeah it's a I new mean, it's a new area for him too like it's just yeah he yeah he made himself very at home very quickly <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i have to admit though i love that the little cousin the one who can see the ghost was going can you bring smokey joe oh, yeah bonding moment i think they bonded more over the cat than they did about seeing the ghost <laughs> pretty much pretty much because <laughs> again seeing ghosts every day is natural <laughs> just happens just happens there the cat <laughs> they knew where the food was the only person who had any issues with Do- was dorothy and everyone didn't like dorothy anyway <laughs> they're just like oh dorothy whatever like <laughs> i mean at this point they might have even just gone yeah okay because dorothy doesn't like the cat i'm gonna vote for the cat <laughs> true that's very true yeah oh yeah we didn't even talk we haven't even talked about her job at the library i mean she did the halloween party she had a lot going on so what did you think about the actual library events it just, it seemed like there was a lot going on, a lot, every single day. Like, <laughs> I was concerned that I was like, where people, are people checking out books? Like, what's going on here? She mentioned they were going to be putting on, they were going to be adding on to the library. But my impression was that it was already a pretty big space for a library. Mm-hmm. I was already yeah. thinking, like a good size. Another wing just for <laughs> more things. We're wishing the cat attacked Dorothy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you think Smokey Joe and Evelyn are friends? Yeah, Smokey oh. Joe, like he he knew he knew yeah. that Evelyn was there. He had a little you know moment of oh we had we, I feel cold there. That was interesting. Yeah. Oh oh you had a cat. Oh the cat and the dog. Oh the dog and the uh my daughter had a hairline fracture in her elbow and the specialist had a dog in the office. Oh mm-hmm. that's so cute. Oh you thought the library is pretty similar to the library pre COVID. <laughs> Lots of activity. <laughs> I mean. She was always on the go. There was something going on every day, multiple things a day mm-hmm. for kids, adults. We had movies. We had, I love the current events group. I, again, I mentioned this off camera. I was going, they're not, are they reading a memoir? Or are they doing something current, a, a book that just came out? But they were literally just there talking about current events. <laughs> just a little, a little social group, which is cute. It's cute. Yeah. The cooking demonstrations. Yes. There was that too. Like it just, I feel like it was a library with like extra rooms just on the sides or something just yeah. for all this like activities going on. Cause you're not going to do that like in the middle of the library. Like I, I want there to be a layout or a map of the library in one of the books. Mm-hmm. I, I need to see what this library looks like. Cause in my head, it just, it seems perfect. And there's just infinite room. <laughs> I mean, I also, I just, yeah. You have the attic that's hidden too. And then yeah. possibly other areas too. Like there could be other secret little areas in the place too. Like who knows? Like she didn't know there was an attic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. does this thing just keep going? Yeah, that that again, this is what I mean. I just picture this place being huge. How it's do you know massive. there was an attic? Oh, you're glad you're oh yeah, Dorothy and the cat. That could have been bad. I didn't even mm. think of that. you don't you don't hurt animals and cozies. No, no. That was why no, I got no. mad with one of the other books. You don't hurt animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Animals are no no. You can't do that. Oh, the knitting. That would have been cute if they had a knitting crochet club. She could have got another another cozy element in there. (laughs) So there was someone knitting. But yeah, there wasn't a huge thing. But yeah, Yeah, she was just hanging out at the library. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like a great place. I would probably be there hanging out too. just. Yes. Thank you. The Underground Railroad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. But that was just, again, like a throwaway line. I'm going, I need more information. I was, I was, again, I'm waiting, going, the reader part in me, I need, I need more information. How is Evelyn the only ghost if this is the, I mean, so many Mm -hmm. things going on. So many things. You were jealous of the activities. (laughs) Again, Mm -hmm. quarantine life. Everyone's been inside avoiding everything. And 
and they have all these amazing things yeah going they on. have they have yoga they have movies they have the current events group they had they're going to have the cooking they have magicians something else yeah it goes I on, mean, it goes on. <laughs> i was i was very impressed even again i think that this made me a little you know like i'm thinking about how everyone is with halloween today and again my hocus pocus you know for me halloween this year is very much pretty much mostly for me anyway because i'm an introvert it's just the halloween movies you're embracing it you know by yourself so i was kind of going oh it's so sweet that they're having this you know halloween parade with their costumes and they have four different categories funniest costume best costume i was just that made me feel you know really good going oh this is so sweet seems so fun Mm-hmm. it's great <laughs> to live through this almost i kind of felt like i was experiencing halloween through the book because you're not mm-hmm. going to be experiencing it this year in this way you're yeah. used to yeah very very true yeah it's it was really sweet oh yeah. <laughs> she just accepted the ghost <laughs> yeah <we're, laughs> yeah i mean we have the ghost for halloween i like the halloween elements this oh. was a perfect book for october evelyn was dressed for halloween too with a little witch outfit so cute <laughs> again how does she have a how does she have a little outfit <laughs> Where, I mean, what are the costume changes? How does this work? <laughs> yeah, what is the library budget? No, that was never mentioned. Ooh, yeah, exactly. All that she spent for all her the parties and stuff. Yeah, it. I mean, she just handed in the receipts. There was no mm-hmm. don't spend over hundred dollars, mm-hmm. hundred dollars. There, there was no brackets. There was no mm-hmm. you know endpoint. She <laughs> just told her to go plan. Just the receipts. That's all. Yeah. No wonder it took them so long to do the to do the things with Evelyn with the taxes. No wonder. <laughs> No, oh, yeah. that, that makes more sense now why it was so difficult because they don't know what they're doing <laughs> yeah i mean exactly because it didn't seem it was the small town library because everyone was learning each other they were you know getting to know each other they had the small town elements that way with the community which i loved but again it didn't feel like a small town library because it was just so vast mm-hmm. i mean for all we know maybe it's like kind of the community center too maybe de facto kind of i mean maybe yeah i feel like it was <laughs> library slash community center slash yoga slash mini movie theater slash you know yeah they never mentioned a movie theater or anything so yeah it could very maybe it's just the you know the smorgasbord of everything (laughs) yeah i love i mean i really i want that job i'm not gonna lie (laughs) job to have get to hang out the library it sounds like the best job to have ever. I mean, you have a friendly ghost who helps you out with all the paperwork. <laughs> I mean, you you do have you do have Dorothy there, but you know. Eh. I mean, she had the two assistants. I thought it was really sweet how I want to say it was her name Sarah, Sarah, yeah, Sarah, and Christian okay, Sarah. Christian Sarah. I like Sarah. She kind of grew into a character by the end of going. Yeah, I like doing the creative. I like decorating like this. Whereas before, they didn't really know what to do with her. Therefore, she didn't like her job. So it all kind of yeah. made sense. But I like how she kind of realized how to utilize her. And then you have Trisha, who started out on a really good note, really happy with mm-hmm. Carrie. And mm-hmm. then Carrie endangered her father. Oh yes, let's talk about that. <laughs> I've been dying to talk about that. Yeah. No, please, please do. I mean, you have Trisha, who's like. I mean, I feel like they were kind of friends. They were friends. And she's like, hey, don't don't talk to my dad about this stuff like there. Don't don't talk to him. Like cancel that. And she's like, no, you're it's fine. Like he's what's going to happen. And then it happens. I (laughs) feel like we should have had that shirt that's like, I told you so. (laughs) Yeah. Like after her meeting with Trisha's dad, like he gets beaten up like it's as he's going home. Like, yeah, she called it. She's like, you're terrible. You put my dad in danger. Like, it's terrible. You're terrible. (laughs) It's true, though. I mean, she yeah. had justification too. Like that, you're that's a bad friend. If my friend told me not to do that, I wouldn't be rubbing in my face like I'm gonna go see your dad tomorrow or something. 
I mean, she was the assistant, so she was the one confirming the plans. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, if you knew that you were going to be talking about something so private, why are you meeting in public? Yeah, Go to yeah. his house, invite him to your cottage, my dream cottage. Yeah. <laughs> you have all those rooms, all those rooms you can hang out in. And uh... <laughs> I mean, you have a guest bedroom, you have your office, like you have so many places in your cottage that I want to live in. And you go meet him at the place that people are going to be listening. That just, you know. And then you kind of know that he's overactive. He doesn't really get out that much. So he's going to be loud. He's going to be excited. He's going to. Okay. This was also my note because this is where I kind of was curious about this. So we have, she's paranoid. Carrie starts, she starts getting Mm -hmm. nervous. She's, she's scared. Mm -hmm. So when she comes back from Thanksgiving dinner, she realizes something's, she knows something's askew, something's off. She realizes that, you know, the, the chair is a little bit different from where she left it. She sees water on the floor. She sees someone use the hand towel and she's wondering who's in the apartment. Is she in danger? What's going on? And she just realizes that the caretaker, Jack Norris, fixed the toilet. She's she's freaking out. She's ready to call 911 and he fixed the toilet. So she's paranoid and she's so concerned about all this stuff. And yet she didn't take Trisha's concerns seriously. Mm-hmm, very... Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do with that because <laughs> on one no. hand she's scared, on the other hand, no, no, it's gonna be fine. I, I don't know why he just didn't text her too, like, "Hey, I came by and fixed your toilet too." Like, it's a simple little thing. Like, he also was in there before too. Like, he just came out of nowhere. Like, your introduction to him was like, "Oh, he's just randomly here in the house." Like, yeah, and it was really early in the morning. What, seven a.m. or something? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You didn't knock on the door, so I just kind of. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> she even thought she it was one of those inner monologue moments where she's going, Yeah, I, I wanted to tell him to just if you if I don't answer, you know, you're not gonna the door, you don't get an answer. Come back later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what most people would do. But no, this caretaker enters. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just randomly just comes in. That might be the only downfall of this cottage. A lot of people have keys to this cottage. Yeah, the maid. Dylan will the caretaker. Dylan, will, no. the caretaker. Mm-hmm. Three in addition to Carrie, so there's at least four keys floating around there with a murderer in town so yeah let's live you know oh. isolated <laughs> there's also the moment where she was paranoid too where she was driving home and the car was following him and turned out to be dylan but like, yeah yeah dylan i mean again this is where he's adorable but you're also kind of going that's a little odd because he's in, he ends up following her and he's waiting the entire evening while she's at dinner i mean talk about a bodyguard but yeah mm-hmm. she's she sees the car she's scared mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, she's panicking yeah <laughs> She's ready to call again. She wants to call 911. And and here's here's this woman who who's very on edge, but at the same time, oh yeah, I can totally talk to Trisha's father in public. Okay. Rushes aside, Trisha's like concern. Like it's fine. I mean, I also want to say her timing is impeccable because we have Bryce and Helen at the mall because she just happens to see them on their date. I mean, she just happens to overhear stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I thought that was, I was so intrigued by that. It was one of those, she was act, kind of actively sleuthing, but not really. She was just really good timing some places. Oh my gosh, comments dropping up. You're going to school to be a librarian. You want to be Evelyn now? I want to be <laughs> Evelyn. I really do think that'd be such a fun job. I mean, I don't think I would have thought of cooking demonstrations. I thought that was a really cool thing to do. That was really awesome. I never would have put cooking and library together. Just saying. No, f- food and books, like, like messy. Well, I mean, I remember, I mentioned this off camera, you know, I remember trying to smuggle in food, you know, when I was an undergrad to the library, like they were very <laughs> against any sort of, you know, non-water, any beverage. I mean, they were very on edge about things. So I can't imagine there being, oh yeah, let's bring in the pasta dishes. Let's do this. Let's do that. <laughs> so it's hard for me to picture. I mean, my mind wouldn't go to, oh yeah, cooking demonstration library. I mean, I was just, I was surprised at the amount of food they brought in just as, 
you know, offerings during events, let alone mm-hmm. creating them. <laughs> Dylan was the star quarterback. He can tackle me. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down, how he was the star quarterback. That was actually one of my notes. And then he was supposed to go to college or top-notch college. We don't find out which mm-hmm. one. And then we don't know what ended up happening. He just sort of went away for a little bit and then came back as an insurance investigator. Maybe Europe. I think that was taught. Yeah, maybe Europe. But he was a hotshot quarterback. That was the that was the line. But I I, I didn't write down he can he can tackle me. He he can be my landlord for sure. Definitely, I, definitely. I mean, Dylan. The key thing is going to come back to haunt. <laughs> I like how you put haunt in quotes. <laughs> Your library has cooking demonstrations. Interesting. What? I would never would have thought of that. I mean, I remember. Uh, again, you know, I love books. I'm a little, you know me. We know. I'm a Harry we Potter know, person. Yeah, you. You know I'm very, I remember they had a Harry Potter themed event for my, like my local library. I knew they would do things around, you know, bookish events, but I don't think they ever had a cooking demonstration as far as I know of, for the local yeah. library. But you just reminded me, this just came up. She was the female Sherlock Holmes mic drop costume. <laughs> <laughs> I think Carrie just won a special place in my heart for that. Okay, other people have them doing cooking demonstrations. I am surprised. Then we just have really bad library systems, I guess. (laughs) I I knew, like, I just remember simple things. I I knew about movies and other things Mm -hmm. like that. But yeah, I never had yoga at my local library or anything like that. I think I've seen, like, senior activities, like the chair exercises. I've seen those, but yeah. (laughs) I I mean, you just remind me of, like, the water aerobics. Yeah. You just gave me like a flash of that. <laughs> the gym that's right by me. Again, I haven't been going there because of quarantine life. You know, ha, things are changing are changed. But they used to have specifically ha- like write for seniors, like senior water aerobics, senior. They had something else in the water, but they weren't even in the real pool. They were in like the shallow pool. Like they wouldn't even yeah. put them in the real yeah. <laughs> They They do have a lot more community events. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's the one, one of the things I liked about this book. It seemed like the community was very together. I, yeah. I also thought it was interesting how Sally was going, yeah, you can go represent the library. She needed a library representative at this mm-hmm. event. And it was a memorial or, you know, sort of the service there. But she's going, yeah, we're going to go represent the library. <laughs> I thought that was cute. I mean, or sweet yeah. or thoughtful. It, yes, thoughtful, yeah. I, I kind of like how Sally and her bonded over cooking where. <laughs> yeah, the- that place seemed amazing too. So uh yeah. <laughs> I know this town is fictional, but I need I need this town. <laughs> you have a giant like warehouse store for all of the cooking that you ever want to do. Like I mean, this cause... town seems very good, like seems amazing. You got the great cafe, you got other restaurants nearby, aside from the you know, occasional murder too. It's fine. It's okay. Just brush that off. Like it's fine. <laughs> Don't have an affair. Don't do anything wrong. Don't look into the affairs. Just keep your head down and go to your cooking ware. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm tossing all the notes aside on the floor. I'll clean them up later. Oh, I, I just want to like throw this out there because I think we touched on this before, but I thought it was really interesting how she had some questions in here, but then she answered them as well. So Evelyn had been watching from the sidelines for a while. So she tells, she tells Carrie, oh, I've been watching, but I just revealed myself now because I didn't know if you were going to stay or not. But she's been watching from the sidelines. I'm like, I have a note going, what was she watching? Like, what is she doing in the library? What did she have access to? Maybe, yeah, she's just watching, waiting for the, the right moment. Yeah, I mean, I was just very curious about going on with that element of well, where does she go when she disappears? Well, also, so the ending, too, like her kind of 
she thought she was done, but maybe there's going to be more, maybe. Well, uh, that line, uh, yeah, she finds yeah. out a job. Oh, yeah, we're going to be doing this. We're going to be doing this more often. Carrie accepted that very mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I would have so, I, I have questions. I'm like, I, I wouldn't have, I have questions. Who's telling her these things? Yeah. Like, oh, it's supernatural. Like, is this God telling her to do this? Is this Chuck the is- writer? <laughs> exactly. Questions. I mean, she has the infinite wardrobe. And now she's being told she's going to be doing more sleuthing by someone do they, else. Do they know more murders are going to happen? Like, what does she know? Apparently. <laughs> but the other thing is, too, Evelyn, she doesn't interfere or do anything. She didn't, again, with the whole, she let her go snooping for the papers. She didn't tell her where the papers were. You had to go find the papers. I mean, it's enjoyment for her. I mean, she's, <laughs> what else is she going to do? Paperwork? Uh <laughs> I mean, on the bright side, they have all the events she can go to. She can hang out in the back and watch all the movies. Mm -hmm. Watch yoga, do yoga. Like, there's plenty to do at the library. So I loved how Allison Brooke ended up doing this where it was Jared and Jacob. So I think it was Jacob as the older brother. And I'm going, oh, she has like two J names. That's odd. I I wasn't expecting that. And Mm -hmm. she did this a couple of times with the names having the first letters. And then that became the thing. (laughs) It was actually part of the, oh, the L name. There are three L's to choose from. So I kind of like how she set up the premise with the writing elements. I don't know if this was an intentional thing or not, but we had the three L's. Did you you guys figure out the three L's? If you thought they were the killers? I'm just curious about this because... There were three different options here, which I was not expecting from sweet little innocent Laura. <laughs> no, did not expect it at all. And then you had the question if it was a male or female, too. Like you were like, I don't maybe. I thought Helena was the ex-lover and, and Helena got mad yes. at her. I thought that was going to happen. It was Helena, <laughs> but it wasn't the reason. <laughs> yeah, like that, that was thrown in there. And I was like, OK, maybe, maybe so. Like maybe I was looking at the wrong other wrong people. But well, see, this was. The other reason why I think I thought they were lovers more so was because they didn't they they were so different. And so they didn't seem like they would be a good combination for friends. Like there was no they worked together at the library. They volunteered somewhere together. Like there was no visible connection for the friendship. So I thought at least, you know, (laughs) opposites attract and all that. I I, again, I was going down the romantic path. I (laughs) I can't figure out why they were friends. I I don't know either. (laughs) First of all, Helena, crazy, but we're not I mean. We're going to put that aside for a second. But yeah, how, how? And even then, they end up saying how they were best friends. They were always hanging out. And I'm, I just had so many questions of why. But Helena killed her 15 years ago. And then she killed her husband 12 years ago. Supposedly, again, they're looking into that. But <laughs> she kept the bracelet and the peacock. Yes, yes she kept those. Like, why? Why? She didn't just keep them. She kept them in the jewelry box. Enjoy, yeah. Prominently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you invite people over who people you know are sleuthing. <laughs> yeah, actively sleuthing. They're not just like not. They didn't stop. They're they're still actively sleuthing. <laughs> you know that they're looking into people and you know being a little bit nosy. I mean, we're gonna mm-hmm. yeah. She she went away. You you kind of knew you you left her alone in your brand new house. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it was so funny because I I'm trying to remember what the TV show was, but there was someone said something like, "Oh, I didn't even have time to go through the medicine cabinet." I'm going, "You go through the medicine cabinet." And so, the you know, the characters are talking like, yeah, of course I was going through the medicine cabinet. <laughs> of course I was looking around. So she invites people over and just didn't think they were going to stumble upon the missing iPad or anything else. Yeah, yeah not have a, have a safe with a minute, maybe. I was going to say, don't have it on display. <laughs> well, um, true, true. <laughs> just back in the closet somewhere, you know, where no one's going to maybe not look so well. She, yeah, because she kept the iPad. I mean, she wiped it clean. Mm-hmm. But why didn't you just throw it away after you went to clean <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Why did you keep the, why did you keep the missing iPad? Donate it or something. A couple towns over. <laughs> no one will ever know. Like it's. <laughs> I, I mean, I will admit this was just me again, the whole sleuther versus the small town police force making them look incompetent i was glad that they noticed something that carrie didn't as in finding the ipad because carrie didn't find the ipad mm-hmm. so i was kind of going okay local police you got the ipad i was, I was happy for them that they found the ipad yeah usually usually they don't find anything no, usually that they they notice nothing oh <laughs> that's what serial killers do yeah i mean it was a little dark i mean definitely had the cozy tone but she for, as far as killers go she had the she could be a netflix special type of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She, she was a sicko just a go. <laughs> how did she not get caught earlier she was sloppy yeah i'm i mean i know al was drinking at the time al was not a perfect person D- doesn't mm-hmm. mean he deserved to die throwing that out there <laughs> but yeah how how badly did you but you know how badly did that case go at the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> the police didn't have a ghost snooping around. True, true. They, for, we didn't know. Yeah, they don't. They could have been busy with their taxes. <laughs> they didn't have a help, help doing that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting, though. I kind of also appreciated the fact that she gave the letters to the small town detective. I think his first name was John. She gave yeah. him the letters, but she kept a copy for herself. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I was curious about this because she didn't mention making the copies. I actually wrote down in my notes as she was reading them, as things were unfolding, mm-hmm. and I'm going, I would have taken photos on my iPhone. I would have emailed those photos to myself. I would have then uploaded them to Dropbox, my Google folder. Like, I would have had that everywhere just in case. And then, and then scan them and then scan them, copy them all. Seriously, though, if you're this paranoid, I would have these things archived everywhere. Yeah, just- like one of, the, one of those like murder kind of boards, like solving it as you're <laughs> <laughs> like the pens and <laughs> Agatha Raven. That yeah, was, yeah, that's clearly what I was thinking. I've seen those shows one too many times. I was going to say, one of my rewatches, I was trying to take uh, screenshots of all the murder boards. Oh, yes. I, sh- I shared some of them on Twitter because I just love the murder boards. Because one of them is literally a ghost where she just drew mm-hmm. the ghost on them. She had it on the board. I'm going, do you really think the ghost is a suspect? <laughs> Maybe. You know, you don't know. You never know. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Uh, but it's, it's true like you think about all the time that uh that she carries saved not doing all the paperwork i mean i mean i gotta give i mean i gotta give evelyn credit <laughs> she helped her out she did <laughs> she came in handy what i love helena got away with if she would have gone and then she comes back just <laughs> yeah she comes back just when they start investigating again yeah if you got away with two murders <laughs> maybe i'll <laughs> go back to the scene of the crime yeah, I would have been like, okay, we're good. Yeah, and then she's the first one to stand up. That, again, that should have been a red flag, looking back at it. Looking back, retrospect. She was the first one when he asks for for help. I love how, like, we just, like, go through, like, there are so many things here to talk about. But I was going to say, I was glad that it wasn't Bonnie, because his name wasn't mentioned until the 70% mark. I, w- I wrote down, of the three L options, if it was two or... Whichever one it was, because there were two characters of the three mm-hmm. who were not mentioned until later. If it had been one of them, I was going to be very, very angry because we didn't find out about them till later in the book. <laughs> Don't like that. Don't like when that happens. No. No. That's when, that's when you start losing me as the reader when you're going, okay, I couldn't have solved this. I didn't solve it. <laughs> but I, I actually had a chance. <laughs> Is there something else you wanted to talk about? Whether it's a character, like something character-wise, scene-wise? I'm trying to think. I feel like we covered a lot of... I know. I, I, I'm like, I think we got through all my notes. I think I feel like those are pretty much my notes, too. 
I mean, I was, there's just so much to this book. I had all the notes. I was just so into this book because there were so many details. And I thought with all the different characters, I was very impressed how the minor characters had their own backstories and they were multidimensional. So they didn't sort of mesh or blur together. Because I think a lot of times with the secondary characters, they just sort of become interchangeable almost. Well, yeah, it happened. Especially when you have a bunch of second, yeah, a bunch of characters too. Like they, all of them really stood out. They all had their own kind of story going on. And yeah, I liked how everyone kind of had their own. We had Sally again. I, I remember their names because this sometimes <laughs> doesn't happen. I have to do my little character list if there are one too many characters where I'm going. You are all working in the same place. I don't know which one's which. But like we had Sally, we had her story. We have Trisha. We have we just it was just great. It was so well done. And then. The lawyer, I thought Ken was so sweet. We talked about him earlier. Yeah, he was really sweet. I loved him. I just saw that written there. But I just, yeah, I just like the fact that every character was well-written and unique. And they weren't, yeah, sometimes when it comes to those secondary characters, you can just tell, oh, yeah, we're going to kill these off later on. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you're like, oh, bye. (laughs) I was trying to figure out a more eloquent way of saying that. But with Cozy Mysteries, (laughs) you can tell sometimes the author's don't really want you to like grow attached to some of them or learn too much about them because they're potentially expendable later on. Mm-hmm. And I like that we got to know all the characters. No, I'm still I'm still pondering what Dorothy was holding over Sally. Like what was that blackmail? Just some little question, little mysteries going on. But yeah, I want to know what she was holding over her. I want I mean, apparently she was blackmailing and doing things to multiple people. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I want to know first of all how she was finding this out. I know she's the librarian and researches, you know, librarians thing. I mean, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, librarians. <laughs> I mean, she, she also found the book in the attic, <laughs> where mm-hmm. nobody else could have found. So I know she does research, but how is she finding all this stuff out? And who is she blackmailing? Like, who who are all the people on this list? <laughs> yeah, is there a list? <laughs> What's going? On? I also want to know about their, her. I mean, we love cats, obviously, because she's just so miserable in her little dang dark space. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't. <laughs> she has a husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone married her. Yes. <laughs> I was say, what's he like if she's this dark and depressing? I mean, either he's yeah. dark and depressing too, in which case that is a house you never want to visit, mm-hmm. or he's like a bright ray of sunshine and he's the total opposite. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's only this way at work, and she comes home and is all like a different person. <laughs> I mean. Uh, yeah, I, we need more information about Dorothy. But, oh, Ken does come back in the next books. Oh, yes. I'm hoping she doesn't kill him off. Please don't kill him off. If she ever sees this, I'm like, please, I like Alec. <laughs> please keep him. Yeah, cozies, I mean, cozies can be lacking in diversity. There's a few lists that have been made. I was working on one. I know that Addison has one. I saw uh, Kat Sebastian shared one on her Twitter she writes romance novels, but she was talking about Cozy Mysteries at one point. So they exist, but they're not always at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Got to get them to the forefront. Oh, you just downloaded the next book for one ninety nine. That is awesome. Ooh. The entire series is actually part of the Audible. So it's in the Audible library. So if you have Audible, you have access to the entire series. So you can do the audiobook. <laughs> Ken is alive. Thank you. <laughs> Ken, keep them that way. Thanks for that update. <laughs> I mean, does anyone else have any scenes or characters or anything else? I mean, the only thing I can think of, again, this is near the very end. We, we already know I don't like Jared, but we know exactly <laughs> when and why. But I did feel bad for him at the very end of the book when they almost got killed. He almost got killed. He finds out about his mother's killer, that it was the best friend, and also his dad's current girlfriend is the murderer. And then he gets dumped. <laughs> literally. He, yeah, at the, at the scene. It's, it's not even like afterward. It's like right there. Like at that moment, all those things happened to him. 
I mean, it is just, that is the worst five minutes of this guy's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> gotta feel bad for him even if you don't like him you're just going oh jared <laughs> yeah i remember reading just being like oh i'm sorry like <laughs> that was harsh that that was a moment i gotta admit i felt bad for jared with that one that all his world just came crashing down yeah. around him. Oh. oh what is your final star rating miss richard wants to know i am debating between four and five right now i really it has it has all of the things i like so it has yeah it has library as paranormal it has a cat, even though the cat was very late to the game, but it was still there. Smokey, Smokey Joe, Smokey Joe was there. <laughs> I mean, I think the only reason why I'm like, I feel as if I'm just 4.75. Like I'm just doing that like little like 0.25 because I have so many questions. Like I wanted more, but that's a good thing though. So again, I almost feel like saying five stars because I want more. I mean, if I wanted less, that's the problem. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You have so many questions and I mean, they're not huge plot things but there are little things you want to know and it, it'll keep you coming back i mean on one hand that's great i think that you know brilliant marketing mm-hmm. right there like that, that is brilliant you know if you're for the publisher spot on i understand entirely as the reader i'm going i need more information <laughs> i was like crooked lane what are you doing to me oh speaking of publishers this just reminded me i i don't want to miss it was the author's name so get in your comments because every comment tonight counts as one giveaway entry. And I love how I wrote this down in Sharpie so I wouldn't forget it. And then the pages stick together and that's the issue. <laughs> so because Poison Pen Press, they have a new book out called Saddled with Murder by Eileen Brady and Sourcebooks. So Poison Pen Press is part of Sourcebooks. So they are giving away that book to one of our lovely book club members tonight. So every comment becomes an entry. And then... I'm going to say, please give me like a couple of days to go through. We had a lot of comments tonight. Last month, again, the last couple of months, you guys are so amazing. You make my heart so happy. Like seeing how many people are commenting and participating and watching is just incredible. I'm going to happy cry later tonight. You know, that's I'm emotional. When I say my, my thank yous on Twitter and Instagram, like I really do. But it took me a while to go through them because there were so many comments. It was like the best. It wasn't a problem. I was like, this is the best thing ever. But I'm like, oh my gosh, I said I was going to do this in two days and I can't do this. <laughs> so sometime this week, I'm going to announce the winner of this book. So every comment becomes an entry and I will get back to you. I promise. So be on the lookout for that reveal. I will post it on Instagram and Twitter this way in case somebody, <laughs> I love how somebody else put the, the seven, five. I was like, Susan, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say, cause sometimes it's hard for me to find because YouTube doesn't always let you click on the comments or see people's channels. And if you put in the name, sometimes you can't search it. So make sure you check the um, Instagram and Twitter, just in case you don't have, you know, I can't find you on YouTube or something. So be on the lookout for that. Just wanted to throw that out there. That book sounds so fun. Everyone seems to love it. Yeah, I'm just so happy that everyone loves the books. And I'm just so grateful that everyone enjoys the books. (laughs) That's the worst thing in the world when you have a bad book and you're just going, I want to, I want to throw this against the wall. I don't want to my character. (laughs) That's the worst. Just angry, just angry reading. You're like, ugh. Well, especially because... (laughs) Especially because it's the book club. You're like, I want to mm-hmm. finish the book club read. So you can't even not finish it. <laughs> like, you can't even just put it aside and be like, no, I'm done with this book. Like, yeah, you can't yeah. even do that. <laughs> Especially if you're hosting. You can't just yeah, Exactly, like, exactly. It's all. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, it's the school book where you're like, I can't. No, I can't. I can't. No. So I just love that everyone loves the books. That makes me so, I'm just so mm-hmm. and glad about that because you want, you want to enjoy your reads. You want to have fun talking about your books. So I love exactly. that everyone's enjoying this. And hopefully, right, I mean, right now we have Snow Way Out and I'm pretty sure this is going to be our winner because it's 
pretty far ahead. And we had over 100 votes again for Twitter. So Snow Way Out by Christine Huston. I'm going to assume that's how we say the name. Huston, I'm not really sure. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing. (laughs) But the Snow Globe Shop. That looks like it's going to be our November read. And I am so... I need more information about the Snow Globe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we have a Snow Globe Shop. We have the stationery shop with Last Pen Standing. (laughs) Yes. Snow Globe Shop. This mm-hmm. book, I'm intrigued. <laughs> so that looks like it's going to be our November read. So hopefully that is another win. The same. I'm, you guys have like amazing taste. I don't know how y'all find the books that you put on the <laughs> your recommended list. When I put out the Instagram asking for your recommendations to be read list on Twitter, when I post those questions, you guys, I don't know how you find the books that you find, but it is impressive. <laughs> it, it, is, it is impressive. It was a tough vote this time. <laughs> There were several. I was like, I just want to vote for all of them. Just let me me vote for all of them. I was going to say, what was the one? It was, I want to say, yeah, Pies and Prejudice. I was going, this is Mm, a great mm, pun. Killer Chardonnay. Killer Chardonnay looks fun, too. Like, I can't wait to read that one. I was I was thinking about this for January, because I think December, we're probably going to do the buddy read for 12 days, because... It falls right with the Christmas season, so we might want to have the live stream in December. But for January, I was thinking maybe bring back some of the runner-up poll questions. Ooh, so, you that, know, give them yeah. the second chance of the year. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I like that, that idea. I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bring back some of the previous ones, because obviously there was interest in them. And some of the votes were so close. We had mm. a tie at one point, which mind-boggling. I was like... I. That is amazing. Just so many people voted. It was so cool. But yeah, so I might bring back some of those for the January read. So Killer Chardonnay, I might bring you back. <laughs> I, I like that idea. That's a, that's a great one. Yeah. <laughs> Again, when I say, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm not really subtle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that wasn't really, that wasn't subtle. Hell yay. Yeah, the TBR. TBR never ends. Oh, <laughs> you guys are so sweet. Oh, the specialty store. Oh, yay. I'm glad you guys like the idea. Yeah, I mean, I also, I'm so excited to reveal the 12 Days of Cozy's logo. It came out so cute. Ooh. I used the same designer who designed Perlock and Moriarty. So we have Christmas. We're going to have a new, we're going to have the Christmas logo. And that's going to be revealed November 1st with the newsletter. So make sure you sign Ooh. up for that. So you'll see that right away. Because I will be posting the Instagram challenges for 12 Days of Cozy's. And I had the best time designing this layout. Like, I really had fun with this. I got creative. <laughs> I probably spent a little bit too much time on them. So I hope you guys are going to love the, what's going on with that too. So I really want to do you guys justice and make sure you have fun with things. I, I cannot wait now. I'm excited. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, when I say you guys get to see it November 1st in the newsletter, I'm going to post it to, you know, Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else too. So <laughs> you won't miss it. But I always kind of think, okay, at least, you know, if you have it in your email, you won't miss it with the Twitter algorithm. Oh, true, true. algorithm because... I mean, I have had every issue with Twitter. I mean, there was one time I have a few secondary accounts and it like the follower and following dropped down to zero. Like there was just a tech error. And so like the next day it went back up and then some of the accounts will randomly and follow other things. So just in case, you know, one of those issues is happening, sign up for the newsletter so you don't miss anything. <laughs> sign up. Because, fail safe. Fail safe, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a safety bet. You know, one of those like just in case Twitter does something or just in case Instagram decides to do that. Oh, we're going to push things around again. Please sign up or do something to make sure you check the accounts just to make sure because I will I will be posting these things. It's coming up. 
I just want to give you the heads up for that. I will actually share the landing page again tonight and tomorrow because the 12 Days of Cozy's landing page that I created, you'll get a like a confirmation email. And with that, you'll get three bingo boards for Cozy Mysteries. A lot of goodness. Oh, yeah. I, so last year was the first time that I did 12 Days of Cozy's. And I am so excited because this time around we have author chats in the evening. Because last time we had the reading sprints from 5 to 8. But now we have from not, from 8 to 9, we have the author chats. So lots of coziness. It's going to be great. I worked really hard. We have 30 plus cozy mystery authors. And there's a giveaway every day for for Twitter, Instagram. And there might be a little bit surprise for newsletter subscribers Ooh. because we also have ebooks and audiobooks. So I figure if you guys with the newsletter, you'll, you guys can win something specifically if you're signed up for the newsletter. So all the giveaways. <laughs> I know. I love it. You guys are so sweet. I love seeing the comments. Y'all makes me so happy. Yeah, so I'll be giving you guys more information about that in the coming weeks. You know, I'm going to give you a lot of information. <laughs> Good. We can, I'm, all, I'm speaking for everyone. Well, we cannot wait. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been planning this, this December since like June. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I wish I was, but like I'm that big of a planner. Yeah, I really am going. <laughs> like I really was going. Uh, yeah, I, I'm re- I really want to make it really good for you guys. I really am. I'm really trying. You guys are so sweet. I'm so I'm so appreciative of everyone tuning in tonight. And you are amazing. You're just like the sweetest human being. Again, like virtual <laughs> to you. I just I adore you. He's so sweet. Thank you. I'm all I'm all shy now. I'm all never mind. <laughs> it was so cute. He is adorable though. Like look at the background. He's so prepared. He had a, he's using a legit camera. He's not using a webcam. <laughs> he's ready for us. Oh, thank you That's so much. I'm just honored to be here. Really, like I I still feel like all starstruck. Like I'm like I'm really here. <laughs> I'm actually talking to Angela. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's me. Anytime you want. I love. I love cozy. This cozy club. Like, it's so warm, so inviting. Like, everyone just loves to oh. talk about things that I like too. So it's like, it's like a little. I mean, it's a, like a little internet family kind of. Uh, what What was it? We came up with cozy crew. Where your sleuthers, sleuthers unite. Cozy crew. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, I do that in the hashtag. Like sleuthers unite. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I need I need a shirt like that. So there's a unite like cozy crew. <laughs> I was gonna say another another thing to design and add to the list. Mm-hmm. I mean, again with the reveal, maybe I might have something coming with the Christmas logo reveal. Ooh. Yeah, so maybe I'll do when I go to they're already designed. I just need to hit publish. <laughs> but like when I go to hit publish, I can go in and see if I can if cozy crew is available or Sleuthers oh. Unite is available and see if there's something I can do there. Cozy crew, yes. <laughs> Make make a little special shirt. I'm gonna put down my bios now. Just put cozy crew member. <laughs> I was gonna say Sleuthers Unite. Oh yes, thank you so much for joining us. You guys are so sweet. I'm so glad you've had fun with this. I mean, you guys do your comments like just put the biggest smile on my face. I'm just I'm so appreciative. Like you guys are amazing. I mean, again, best cozy mystery club. I love it. Like you are the best book club. <laughs> Uh, as I get emotional. Yeah, you guys are amazing. <laughs> because again, it is meant to be fun. And it's so amazing to see people just, you know, loving literature together, being so positive about books and enjoying something. I mean, it is, I, I just love the positivity and that it is such a positive environment. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for doing that and being a part of this and being, you know, joining this live stream because you're taking time out of your day to listen to us talk and we're talking about cozies. This is mm-hmm. just it's incredible. I love it. <laughs> just just, just second everything that Angela said. Yeah. <laughs> 
Couldn't I say it better. <laughs> I adore him. I, I mean, yeah. I am so appreciative of you joining me tonight and talking about this. And again, you said you read this book twice. Thank you for being so prepared <laughs> and you know, being ready with your comments. Oh. I mean, you make my like you make my job on my side easier because we can actually have a conversation about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have to pull you know pull answers out oh, of you. It'd, you know? be, it'd be terrible. I'd be like, oh yeah, I didn't read the book, but. Uh... <laughs> Looking the pages, just looking down, like what was that character's name again? What was it, Carrie, or was it what was her name? Every time you say from the city, I don't know. So. True, that is kind of what I thought when I saw her name. I always think of the name Carrie Sex in the City. If that is not your first immediate reaction, I don't know. Like, don't talk, even... don't talk to me. Yeah, don't talk to me. <laughs> you can talk to me. I'm just gonna be. I'll just be questioning. What questioning? Like, what do you watch? Here were you born because you're gonna make me feel really old. <laughs> yeah. But you guys are so incredible. I know I'm starting to lose my voice because again, quarantine life, I don't talk to people that much. So it's like my vocal cords are wondering why I've been using them so much tonight. <laughs> so any final thoughts, comments, queries, like now is the time to post yeah, them yeah. because otherwise I'm probably gonna have to say goodnight before my voice gives out entirely. Oh, you guys are so sweet. Oh, this is your only time away from the kids. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, it's you on the best book club. I'm going to have to go through and like take these comments and just put them on my wall because this Mm -hmm. is just, you know, when you're having one of those days, you're like, oh, I can't do anything right. Or, oh, what's going on? These are the comments that I need. This is amazing. The best book club I've ever been in. That is, that is the comment. (laughs) And this is your time out from the, like, I'm going to take these comments. You know that. So thank you. You guys just made my life. <laughs> this is amazing. And thank you, Ben, for like, you are welcome anytime. And I love how you're like, I get to talk to Angel. Like, you can talk to me anytime. <laughs> Only right now. <laughs> you were the so, you were just the sweetest. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, Stephen King. I didn't think of that. Oh, that's true. 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 That's true. Yeah. I'll give you that one. That's true. I love how like, that's like one of the comments that pops up. That's amazing. <laughs> But thank you guys for watching tonight and joining us for this discussion. I mean, even if you don't have any like final comments about, you know, the book, if you think about something when it comes to, you know, death overdue tomorrow or next week or next month, like, please comment and, you know, tell me on Twitter, Instagram or come back to this video on YouTube because I will get the notification because I set that up. So if you comment on one of the videos, I will see it. I made sure of that. So, I mean, even if you think of something later, like, please comment because this is a book club. It's meant to be enjoyed and have the book be discussed. So even if you didn't say something tonight, you think of it later, I still want to know your thoughts. So please do that. You guys are so sweet. Aw, yes, we have our cozy community. It's amazing. So thank you guys for watching. And I'm so appreciative of Ben and he's amazing. Like if you're not already following him across platforms, please check out his Twitter and Instagram. He is just this little bright ray of positivity and he's just a little sunshine. I I adore him. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, he watches Murder, She Wrote and he was talking about Acorn TV watching Lucy Lawless. So, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a good, it's a good Twitter account to follow. So. (laughs) True, very, very true. And and Max has been quiet. So I'm really happy with how everything went tonight. And, you know, I hope you guys have an amazing night. I hope you, you know, if you are reading the next book in the series, I hope you love it. Christmas season is perfect timing. So I hope you guys enjoy, you know, the rest of your books. I hope the Snow Globe series ends up being, you know, the next great read, but another five stars. And, you know, have fun sleuthing. Just have a great night. You guys deserve nothing but the best. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Cozy Mystery Book Club podcast. I hope you enjoyed our discussion of Death Overdue by Allison Brooke. Special thank you to guest host Ben, aka at Botany and Books, over on Instagram and Twitter. 
To stay up to date with everything Cozy Mystery Book Club, please be sure to visit the Twitter and Instagram accounts. Both can be found as at Cozy Mystery Club. You can also follow me personally at Writer A Heart over on Instagram and Twitter and have everything Cozy Mystery Book Club emailed directly to your inbox the first week of the month every month. When you join the newsletter family, there's always something new and cozy coming up on the calendar. If you'd like to take part in a book club discussion live, mark your calendars for the last Tuesday of the month with the sleuthing fun starting at 7 p.m. EST over on YouTube. My YouTube channel is a play on my last name, Books Are My Heart, with heart spelled H-A-R-T. You can set a reminder using the YouTube bell, save the URL as a bookmark, or any of the other things that you do to remind yourself something is coming up on the calendar. You can also join the Cozy Mystery Fun over on Twitter the second Tuesday of the month, every month. Every month, I invite your favorite and soon-to-be-favorite Cozy Mystery authors to chat live with you on Twitter. You can join the conversation using the hashtag CozyCornerChat. Authors will be ready to tweet with you live starting at 7 p.m. EST, the second Tuesday of the month. You can find a list of the participating authors in that month's newsletter or over on the Instagram or Twitter accounts. You have the chance to ask them about your favorite characters, upcoming cozy projects, or learn all about their cozy mystery writing life. Simply type your question and then use the hashtag at the end, and the authors participating that evening will get back to you. I hope you can join some of the future sleuthing fun. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode and being a part of the Cozy Mystery Book Club. I hope you have a great reading, writing, and sleuthing day. And the next Cozy Mystery Pickup is a five-star read. And as always, please stay kind, creative, and cozy.